0: Welcome to All Electric Conversations, where we talk with pioneers in traveling with electric vehicles. We're your hosts, Katie and Steve Krivolovic of the All Electric family. From road trips and towing to daily life, we'll hear stories of lust, and progress to inspire your own adventures with All Electric Conversations. Welcome to another All Electric Conversations podcast. I'm Katie, and this is Steve. We are from the all-electric family. Today, we are going to be talking about one year of ownership with our Rivian R1T. Yeah,
1: it's been a little over a year. We have over 16,000 miles on it. have taken it on many trips. A lot. How many? Yeah. With uh, thousands of miles towing, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it was the quad motor launch edition um what large battery pack mm. and had the 20 it has i don't know i'm talking in about. past tense you um, did not sell it no <laughs> and had the 20 inch wheel has a 20 inch wheels and yeah we've loved that thing um it really yes. you know it hasn't had too many issues with it like yeah, I, I you know, yeah. found more issues with the S in the first couple of months uh,
0: <laughs> than the R1T. Oh, yeah, and if you're watching on on YouTube, you can see that we are joining you from our R1S. Um, we are doing a shakedown trip, which will be on our YouTube channel for the R1S. Um, but we just wanted to use this time to talk about our experience with owning the Rivian for a year. Um, and we'll kind of talk about the process of Uh, how long we had to wait for it, all that kind of stuff, Um, and even maybe some of the changes that we know have been happening within Rivian um, since we have purchased the vehicle. So, um, but yeah, I mean, to start, let's talk about when we put in the, like, reservation and stuff. When did we do that? It was 2019,
1: 2020? It was roughly... May of
0: 2020. May of 2020.
1: Yeah. Yep. Because... Roughly. It might have been April, but... Yeah. yeah.
0: Somewhere in there. um, It was shortly after we started towing with our Tesla Model S, and we really enjoyed that process. And then they announced, you know, we started learning more about the R1, the Rivians, we should say. Um, And we decided that we wanted to get one because we knew we'd be able to tow a bigger trailer with it. Um, because it does tow 11,000 pounds so we put in a reservation on it and then um, then the waiting game began. Um, I can't say that it wasn't a little bit of a frustrating process waiting to get the Rivian from the time we put the reservation in because um, I mean we were supposed to get it in 2020 they were supposed to start delivering vehicles in 2020 um, and Obviously, that did not happen, and we didn't get it until May of 2022, So, um, but it kind of was what it was. Obviously, the pandemic and all those kinds of things, so there wasn't too much we could do about it, but um, we went back and forth on if we wanted an R1S or an R1T, and then ultimately landed on the R1T for the towing capacity, Um, and yeah, anything else about the ordering process that but stood out.
1: No, it was, like you said, just took longer than they anticipated. And, you know, because the supply chain issues, and I'm sure they had some engineering stuff happening too, but yeah. easy to blame it on the supply chain. Yeah. Um, and so that, that was, I mean, it is what it is because nobody's getting their vehicle. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how too terribly frustrating it was to me because we had gotten the Model S and we were figuring that out and all of them, uh, the X, sorry, <laughs> and the Model S. And so we were just figuring out how to tow with electric vehicle. Yeah. Um, but we were pretty sold, you know, we were sold pretty quickly w- with that. And so that's why a couple months after purchasing the Model X towing, we put in a reservation for the R1T. So yeah, we waited two years and then got ours and, You know, there's people the frustrating part about delivery was or getting yours or getting whatever, you know, part in line. And I if I understand this correctly, this is still happening. You know, some people put in orders, you know, three or four years, you know, and weren't getting theirs and we got ours. And then there was people that got ones before us that put in order six months you know prior yeah uh not to us but just six months prior to getting it so it only took six months and in our area so that that was frustrating to a lot of people uh including us and yeah it appeared like from what i can tell a little bit of the you know, if you had an ambitious guide or not, and, yeah, you know, th- that would go search for you and say, Hey, I got this one or that one. And yeah, so I sent emails just saying, We'll take whatever,
0: yeah, anything, just yeah. please get us a truck. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, along those lines, there's been the discrepancy between the guides, and maybe they like tell people to give out gifts every like you know, 10th customer or something. No, well, it's just, it's just like (laughs) some of them, some of the guides seem so involved and so like, like sending people stuff, they find out they're pregnant. So they send them stuff for their babies or whatever the case is. And like, we kind of felt like with our guide, we were, you know, we were the ones that were controlling the situation and and contacting them. And, you know, it was, um, she was excited for us when we talked to her, but you know, outside of that, it didn't really feel like there was much beyond that, and I feel like some people have guides that are like their new best friend. Is what it yeah, feels like.
1: and so. that's different. You know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't a bad experience. We didn't no. have a bad experience with our guide. It was just obviously that like there are different experiences that you have with your guide. So um that it
1: was how overwhelming sometimes too. So yeah, persistent, and so I don't
0: yeah maybe yeah. she was over it it's
1: like this guy is annoying yeah. so that could have been the case too it's like i ain't sending them a baby gift
0: yeah um and our delivery process is going to be a lot different than what anybody now is going to be experiencing because we got a home delivery which i am hearing through the forms and things like that, that that they are not doing that anymore they are not doing home deliveries um which i would have and got it i didn't yeah yeah we didn't care um it was uh exciting to have it delivered you know as you're waiting for it to come but um it was a good experience we had they came and they took our uh f-350 and took it back it was kind of funny because the f-350 was too long for the trailer that they uh, bring the rivians on so they had to drive the the um f-350 back separately um but you know they walked us through everything um and having previously been ev owners um and stuff it was it was pretty simple and straightforward and they just kind of asked us you know what do you want to know about the rivian specifically um and so they showed us how to launch it and then they were on their way
1: (laughs) got our phones hooked up yeah (laughs) that's And, yeah. and we high fived and a lot. Yeah, yeah. The delivery process was actually really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was
1: I liked that. It was.
0: Um and we've always everybody I've ever come across talking to them at Rivian and Steve's talked to more of like the service people and stuff, but I would say that everybody that I have come in contact with at Rivian has been very personable and very nice and um you know sometimes not always the best i don't want to say it's wrong information but like uh you know there's some stuff where it's like you know we know what's what the it's better or not information um than what we have gotten from talking to some of the people but, um, you know, some of these guys are, are service people that have come out to our house that are obviously relatively new. Um, obviously really excited about Rivian, which is great to, like, talk to them about it and stuff. But, you know, um, sometimes having to correct them on some of the things. So, you know, that need a little bit more training. But what have you
1: ever, I mean, how was your
0: experience with the people that you've talked to
1: at Rivian? I like the communication between each other is sometimes lacks. Yeah. And we had an... In, and I'll try to give specifics when I say things that are negative. So there's actually, you know, something to back that up. But we had uh, a shake in the R1S over 60 miles an hour where the wheel would shake. And um, so they came out. I... Thought maybe it was just like a wheel needed balanced or something like that. And that happened day one that we got it and we bought it used. So who knows if it was from the factory or it happened uh, in the 800 miles that the other person drove it. But, anyways, that they did not communicate to the actual service center or they did and they lost it somewhere. So the service center thought that they had balanced the wheels. Um, and when I took it down there so they assumed everything was good and it, it, because that's what the um, what are they called? Rangers? I don't know maybe that's Tesla but the guys that come to your house they said everything was fine and it wasn't. It still shook past 60 so we had to take it down there for a motor issue anyways mm-hmm. and Anyway, so they thought they had wheel did the wheel balance and figured all that stuff out. but when I took it down there, they did charge me for a road force uh, alignment and wheel balance. and I don't know. they told me that they couldn't refund my money because they automatically charged my card because it's in the Rivian app for charge point. Um, is why I have it in there, I guess. Um, and these, anyways, that, so automatically charged my card and it wouldn't give me a refund, said they would give me a balance next time I was down there. Yeah. And so that is a bit frustrating. Um, I probably could have pushed a little bit harder on it, but I felt like they didn't want to give me a refund. And so I'll just kind of let it ride and see what happens and push the point later if uh i have to or need to but yeah. the, those are all little things that i think is important to share too it, yeah it i mean let's be honest in a dealership <laughs> there's so much stuff that happens. so like i don't think they really met too much harm with that i think it was just bad communication and Maybe it is a nuisance to you know give a refund like they have to jump through hoops or something. Yeah. I don't know the back end process. So it, in so anyways, I I think that there was no ill intent. You know, with yeah. that, it just you know I I've definitely been taken advantage of at dealerships where I've had to push really hard back to get refund and have them make things right. It, yeah more than I did with this. But it is important to to share the experience with that.
0: And funny enough, I I do think that we should make it very clear, is that if we only had the R1T at this point, we would have not had that experience.
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess we are talking about the R1T. Yeah. And I just said that about the r one But I think it is important to share because it Somebody is part could of... have that with the R1T.
0: Yeah, it's part of the Rivian experience. And um, I mean, as far as the R1T goes, I personally have been really impressed with um, how well it has done. I mean, buying the first edition of something from a brand new company, like you have to expect that there's going to be things that are not right about it. Um, and we really have only had very minor issues with the R1T. So the, um, the tonneau cover went bad on it on our very first (laughs) trip out
1: with it which is partly my fault i had something raised up a little too high and i wasn't paying attention so it ran into something in the back when it was kind of a close partly my fault the reason i say partly is because there should be some sort of tension
0: yeah to say oops there's something yeah
1: but it was trying to push through that yes object so
0: yeah um and then we did end up with another um power tonneau cover and it is still functioning knock on wood
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's functioning perfectly fine yeah
0: um we had a seal on the window that was coming up and they could not get to stick down it took them a couple different tries to get it to stick down um but now that has been fine since they took care of that yeah just a
1: piece wasn't it necessarily a seal causal yeah no no no. that's that's true it was just cosmetic really like just and they delivered it that way yes they didn't have the part and yeah. so yeah
0: um and then the the like cover in the in the gear tunnel was slightly off in there. so like if we were put stuff in there there was a potential that it could get caught and get torn out so we had them like readjust that and put that back in better so that nothing would happen to it um and has there been anything
1: else um oh the when I hit that giant boulder with a wheel it took a chunk out of it <laughs> yeah that
0: that's the Rivian's fault, fault. <laughs> it could be a little, no <laughs> this boulder was like I mean it was huge that. it was huge <laughs> and Anyway. That was when we were pushing the limit with off, off-roading off that probably we were on a tra- trail that we should not have been on as newbies. But, hey, the truck made it. So, um, but yeah, it has been a solid vehicle and just little mini cosmetic things that, like, ty- when I say mini, I don't mean a lot of them. I mean tiny cosmetic things that um, have, have been wrong with that truck. So, it's done. Yeah, and the...
1: The charging's been good for us, like yeah. all of that stuff. Like yeah. it, it's, I I've, I've been super impressed with the R1T. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I think that one we either got really lucky and got like the best one they produced, or you know, or those uh, it, I don't know if they'd be early ones or what, but they're they're top notch. Like, yeah. you know. I I don't know. A little bit
0: more TLC going into it? I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: what I've heard. I do not know how much truth there is to this, but kind of early on in the beginning, they'll produce really good ones, and then as they try to ramp up production, the... the You see some of the issues. Yeah, the, I mean, the quality kind of decreases, stuff like that, and then, um, then they get it figured out, and the quality and everything comes back into play later. Yeah. So, and... I hate to compare it to the R1S, but it, if that's if that seems to be true, you know the R1S we have in 2023. The, I mean, we we got a couple of things we still need to get fixed on it, and you know, like the charge port door. Have you noticed that now? It's like a big
0: yeah. Cold when he goes, um, there was a tick. But anyway, we're talking about the R1T. So what we're saying, is that... there's been more issues yeah. with the R1S. Um, still nothing like the, where we can't drive it. I want to make sure that we say that it's just little annoyances. Um, and when you live three hours from the service center, those little annoyances are a little bit more frustrating because you know, you have to drive three hours to go get it taken care of, which we knew when we got into the Rivian game, that that was going to have to be something that we dealt with. Um, and as they get more and more Rivians out there, it's going to get easier because they'll put in more service centers and stuff. But, you know, obviously, it's probably going to be a while before we get one in Nebraska because we choose to live in a place where there's not a whole lot of EVs. Um,
1: she really likes it here.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I do really like Nebraska, but there's, you know, a lot of places. It's a great place to raise your family. If you're looking for values and a good, quiet place to raise your family, Nebraska is a great place. But um okay, so quality wise it's been great. Um
1: so performance wise it is uh, like you you can put it in sport mode, have stiff suspension, feel like you're in a race car that corners on rails. You can race most people, especially we- anybody <laughs> that doesn't have an electric vehicle a plaid (laughs) plaid. um you can beat them you know then you can put it in off-road and go you know tackle some very difficult trails yep um the Co
0: eleven thousand pounds
1: yeah so all of those things are amazing
0: i i i think Easily, it's the most diverse vehicle that has ever been made. Like, all the different things that you can go and do with that truck, and it does it well. Um, It might not be the best at that thing, but it does it sufficiently enough for any normal person to uh, use that truck for that purpose. Whether that's, you know, if your thing is speed and you know going around curvy route mountain roads it's gonna do it well um if your thing is towing it's gonna do it well if your thing is off-roading it's gonna do it well you know so it's just a really diverse vehicle that does all of the things really well yeah. and i love that about it
1: yeah it beats all those categories you're talking about it's probably top 95% like you yeah. know, of other vehicles of course there's going to be other vehicles that are better at it you can't be the best at everything no and so and,
0: and, and it, but, you know it's a it's technically like a half ton truck you know so you know when we're saying towing no it's not going to tow a fifth wheel it, like but you know if you're towing a 30 foot airstream like it's going to do a really good job of it that type of a thing um, you know Comparing it to like an F one fifty, hands down, this toes better than an F one fifty does um, handling and stability. I'm saying this because when you're sitting in this part of the vehicle, it's just like you're in the R one T. So I'm forgetting that we are actually in the R ones S. But um, you know, it just I I've just been so impressed with how well it does so many different things.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Um. So. Let's talk about, like, just our personal, like, how we like it or, like, anything we don't like about it. Anything we, you know, things we do like about it. Obviously, like, its performance is something that we like about it. Um, I mean, so we have this. It's going to be the world's toughest decision come towards the end of the summer when we have to make the decision on if we're going to get rid of the R1T, get rid of the R1S, or get rid of the Hummer. Um, And I think both of us have this pull towards the R1T that we just love that thing. (laughs) Like, for some reason, like, potentially our favorite vehicle we've ever owned. And so we have this, like, real struggle with the thought of even, like, having to, to potentially get rid of it. Because we've just really liked it that much i mean would you agree with with that
1: yeah it's uh it's good at all those things so yeah you know it that doesn't necessarily mean it's for everyone like if you you know aren't towing maybe the lightning is better or yeah. you know these other other things so it's just so versatile that's what I like about it yeah you know you can like like we've shown in past videos tone tow our camper out to Colorado 500 600 miles and you know this camper you know weighs close to 8,000 pounds and we tow it out there and then we go on some off-road trails and then we put it in sport mode and we're going around the winding mountain roads like i mean that's just that's amazing yeah a truck can do all of that so yeah the versatility of that is just it's great but yeah. in the end the decision won't necessarily be too much of an emotional thing like yeah. that's what i uh, want to inject here really quick is that we don't typically make decisions uh, emotionally on our electric vehicles because we're doing this YouTube podcast like all this stuff trying to help educate people about you know new EVs and for us towing side of things and so if one vehicle is maybe getting more reach than the other we're going to go that direction so yeah. Don't ever, you know, feel like we're abandoning brand or anything like that. We try to stay brand neutral. I I also have said in the past that I am, you know, a bit of a sucker for Fords just because I want people to know that. Like, so when I'm saying things about the Ford Lightning or any future Ford vehicles, you know that I've had this attachment to Ford, so I have a little bit of bias in me. Yeah. Um and and so you can, you know, get my opinion and take it from there. And so that's that's what I yeah. So in the future it, it won't be about what we really really yeah. like. So And
0: and I think that that being said too, that Rivian has really grown to be a brand that we both really like. Um, and probably have a little bit of a bias towards at this point too just because we like some of the values behind it um you know the adventure piece the the uh, you know adventurous forever you know that type of a thing which really fits with like us and what we feel like is important as a family and so um and you feel it when you're in the car which is weird i like saying that i'm like i i I'm like oh this sounds so cliche and you're like oh but like especially in the R1T like you really do feel it when you're in that car Um, they've just done a really good job of of making it while luxurious and nice and beautiful also feeling natural and that you can go out and and go get it dirty and go take it and go do things and that you know it's but it's meant for it feels at home when you're in the mountains of Colorado, um, you know, so it, it's just, I think that we've kind of fallen a little bit in love with Rivian because of those things, um, besides the fact that we have had such a great experience with the R1T. Um, so, you know, even with those biases, though, we are going to continue to move forward with our videos and stuff. So, you know, if you're watching this and you've seen that, you know, it's the end of the summer and we did end up. The R1T is what we got rid of. It's not because we there was anything wrong with that truck or that we didn't love it or anything like that. It's because we just are moving forward in our process and sharing new experiences with everybody. So because um, if it were me personally, I don't know that I would ever get rid of the R1T. <laughs> so <laughs> there was no YouTube involved. I would be keeping it forever. And then you might be saying, "Will you have the R1S. Isn't that the same thing? And it is in so many ways, but it's just not quite the R1T. Yeah. I just, I don't know. There's just something about the R1T that I think both of us, because we've said, hands down, if we had to pick between the R1S and the R1T and it was just the two of us, we didn't have kids to tote around, hands down, the R1T
1: would be what we picked. Dog, too.
0: Yeah, the dog, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even, Even two kids, I think. Yeah, and the dog or yeah. yeah. Um, well, if we just had two kids, no dog.
0: Yeah, like, one kid and a dog. I could see that working out. <laughs>
1: like yeah. you know,
0: it's just tight when you get all of those people in the back.
1: And you get you get all the extra bed storage. You get the gear tunnel. Like there's just so much storage in it. Yeah. Again, it's such a versatile vehicle. It is. Like it's it's.
0: Even having having the seat to sit down and change into your hiking yeah. shoes, like. The little things about it, like, you think, oh, yeah, the tailgate. But no, because the tailgate's up higher. Like, the gear tunnel door is, like, at the perfect height for putting your shoes on. Yeah. So, so, it's just, like, really well thought out vehicle that we have really enjoyed. Yeah. So, we should probably talk about some cons, if you can think of any.
1: <laughs> um Sometimes, or... Uh, this is super nipping but sometimes I feel um how do I say it? The the quality could be better. It's not it's not perfect. Yeah. You know, they got some lines uh that could be tightened up that they um they do come out and fix these things. Uh we did have the the kind of the rattle um in the front end they're fixing it on everybody's we forgot to mention that we did um trying to think what else just you know i don't know maybe there's not too much wrong with it but yeah just trying to figure those things out the side view mirrors can be a little bit bigger but they do that for efficiency so i understand that yeah um Yeah, I I don't know.
0: I've got nothing for you. You've got nothing? (laughs) I, I, uh, okay, all right, so if we're going to be nitpicky... uh, How else do you do it? I I don't, you can't with it, because it's, like I Driver Plus can be better. Yes, okay, all right, Driver Plus, I I would appreciate a little bit better on the Driver Plus, but, you know, here's me defending it, because... Yeah. (laughs) But, like the over the air updates and stuff like you see that the capabilities are there for it to progress in the future, which is good. Um, and I think that it will in the future, but you know, obviously right now they're just making sure they have the basics down. Right. So, um, I wish that there was some more like customizations. So I love the big open space, um, in the console on the R1 series, like, so you can put whatever you want to down there. But I wish they had, like, you know, uh, baskets or something that you could buy from Rivian that fit in perfectly that you could put down in there. Same with, like, this big, deep, like, console thing here. Um, the center console, like, it's so deep. I wish that, you like, they had something made that you could put in there um, so that you could divide it a little bit more if that's what you wanted wireless
1: to do. Wireless charger is terrible.
0: Yeah, the wireless charging is bad. Yeah. Um, for your phone. Yeah, like you just it has to be in like the exact right spot to charge. Um and then if it moves at all, it's not charging anymore. Um and I do I personally am not a big fan of controlling the direction of the vents through the main screen. I want to be able to just manually <laughs> adjust the vents. Um it was cool like when I saw it for the first time. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But then like when you're in the process of it and you have you know it's 100 degrees outside you're hot you've got six kids okay three kids it feels like six in the back like saying (laughs) you just want to adjust the air vents that it's hitting you and you're not hot anymore having to like dig through and hit the right buttons on the screen just feels a little bit um a little bit buried to me yeah i've never liked that either i guess so i i would Agree with that. But I think a lot of people are going that way, which, you know, if you are a vehicle developer person, don't do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. I've never heard anybody talk about this either. And so I don't know if it's just me, how I'm built or what, but I feel like the seat could go down further. Not that I don't uh, necessarily yeah. have a enough space there, but it just. I wish I could go down further so I could have more space. I like to ride low. I like to sit lower. And so I think that for me, it's a bit uh, uncomfortable uh, with that. I get used to it. So it's not that big a deal, but I, I am close to six foot. And so I, and I've had people that were six, five, six, six, sit in the vehicle and they've said they have enough room, but I do wonder long-term if, you Know that would become annoying to them. So if you are six five six six and you own the vehicle, let me know what you think. Um, it, am I a bit crazy about that? Or I you know I'm crazy, but about that, yeah. So.
0: Um, yeah, I, and that's something like for me, I'm five three, and that is. You know, one of the first things that really struck me about the car is that I felt like it fit me really well. I, I really liked how just all of it fit. So that was something that I really um, enjoyed about it. And it, I, but I need to come up because I'm short, so I, the the going down further doesn't really bother me at all. But um yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, you're just getting, you're getting a little nitpicky. At first, I was worried about, like, how the wood grain would stand up. I thought that within, like, because when you feel it, you know, it, I don't know, it, it has a little bit of a, I mean, it's nice, but it feels not very thick. So, you know, I was worried that with three kids, um, that, something would happen to like the wood grain and the dashboard right away and it has held up pretty well. Um, even like the seats and everything have held up against three kids and a dog and all that stuff. So
1: I've been Yeah, it's done it's done well. I yeah I have heard of some people scratch in the woods. Yeah. Um I think it was uh uh Sandy Monroe's wife, I'm drawing a blank on uh, her name. She had said she put a hanger in the back on uh, and scratch the wood back there. And so they're yeah, potential. For that. And I think they're switching to a different I think they are too. Different material. Uh but it's pretty. It is pretty. It's it's adventurous. It is
0: adventurous in nature, the piece that we like about it. Yeah. Um so I mean overall I you can't I yeah after having it for a year like I can't complain I would recommend Rivian as I have on YouTube as I have in my personal life we've talked friends through getting Rivians you know so I definitely overall have really liked it it's done a great job I've been really happy with it and I am you know I I I like it. I love it. It's been good. What's your overall, like...
1: Overall? Yeah. Like I've said, this will be the third time saying It's just so versatile. Like, you can't get too many vehicles that can do all of that. Have the storage. Have the speed. Have the, you know, stability. Be able to tow. Mm -hmm. All of those things in in my opinion now that we have a vehicle with a very large battery pack like you know finding that balance of aerodynamics how big it is and all those sorts of things that come into play with a you know moderately sized battery pack you know and still get a lot of those uh good attributes out of it i it they've with the first iteration I mean, they've done an amazing job and yeah. maybe that's what took them you know 14 years to actually deliver to people yeah, so
0: but we're glad that they stuck with it and started delivering vehicles and really excited to see what Rivian does in the future and their other vehicles and um and just you know there's there's so many ways that they could take it with what they've done. so it's um I'm really excited about it. But um so, we're gonna do a quick plug. We're a little bit far in to the, the the podcast at this point, but we want everybody to know that the Charged Rally is coming. So October fifth through the 9th in Amana, Iowa, at the uh, Amana Colony or the, at the Amana RV Park near the Amana Colonies. Um, beautiful location for you to come out and see vehicles that are towing campers, electric vehicles that are towing campers. Um, So if you are thinking about it, come out and see us. If you're already doing it, come out and see us. If you, you know, just have no idea and you just want to come check it out, come check it out. Whether you have an EV or an RV or not, come out and see us.
1: else yeah no we'd love to have you uh we had a last year and it was just great getting to know everybody uh meeting all those people we built a really good relationship with a lot of them uh still communicate with some of them and you know we hope they come back the ogs of the charge we have
0: quite a few ogs headed back so
1: so obviously it was a fun time and we're just gonna try to make it better and better each and every year and if you want to be involved in it let us know and we'll try to figure out a way to get you involved and be part of the fun.
0: Yeah we'll do um, like tours of the cars and the RVs so you can kind of see what you can tow um, with an EV and what EVs are out there that are towing. Um, You know I think hopefully we're going to get a little bit more diversity this year. We had the one we had our Lightning and then our rivian and one other rivian and the rest of them were teslas which was great um but this year definitely going to have more rivians out there still going to have teslas yeah so you know we really are excited um to have all of these different vehicles um out there at the if we still
1: have the hummer at that point
0: yes (laughs) we'll bring the hummer if we still have it um but it's just a fun a fun time really personal experience where we all get to sit down and talk about it and Share our experiences around the campfire, type of a thing, um, as well as do some education and stuff like that. So, we'll put the link in the uh, show notes or the description of YouTube, and we would love for you to go click that and join us at the rally.
1: Yeah. Come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what she said. Um, okay, so I think we kind of covered. Is there anything else that you can think of that someone should know about our year of ownership with the R1T? I
1: don't think so.
0: Yeah, I think we've pretty well covered it all. And I think it's pretty apparent that we've been pretty happy with it. And, you know, if you're thinking about a Rivian, our advice would be do it. It's a great vehicle. Yep. All right, guys. Well. Be sure to follow along with this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a comment wherever you are catching this podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, what have your experiences been with Rivian? We'd love to hear what other people have uh, experienced. We watch the forums and stuff, so we know a little bit, but you know, we love to hear uh, people tell us straight from the source. Um, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Find all of our show notes at allelectricfamily.com slash allelectricconversations. Be sure to connect with us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at All Electric Family. Find us on Twitter as All electric Fam. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this story, please be sure to share it and hit that subscribe button. Leave a review and help inspire others to hit the road. Until next time, stay
1: charged.